This is Good Hope FM News. The death toll in Nepal has now risen to more than 2,200 people. Thousands have been wounded after an earthquake yesterday devastated the Kathmandu Valley and triggered a deadly avalanche on Mount Everest. A powerful aftershock measured at a magnitude of 6.7 was also felt in neighboring India. The BBC's Yogita Lomai reports. The fear really is not over yet. Just as we were walking here, there was a big aftershock. It went on for about 10 seconds. You felt like you were being thrown off. Even when you were just walking on an empty road, people panicked. They ran helter-skelter. That's why most people haven't gone indoors at all since yesterday because there have been scores of aftershocks as well. In fact, driving here all the way across Kathmandu, we've seen people out in the open like a campsite, tents all over it, families sitting under there. Meanwhile, spokesperson for the Department of International Relations, Clayson Moniele, says President Jacob Zuma has sent a message of condolence to the families that have lost their loved ones, including those that are injured, and wishing them a speedy recovery. The 21 candidates contesting for the DA's six federal leadership positions are having their first gathering in Port Elizabeth today to convince delegates that they are the best candidates. It is a closed meeting between candidates and delegates where debate will be generated. Mercedes Besant reports. DA Executive Federal Chairperson James Self says the gathering will allow candidates to address delegates who are going to be part of the Congress next month. Self says a similar gathering will take place in Cape Town on Tuesday and two others will be held in Durban and Johannesburg. Yesterday, one of the four candidates challenging the federal leader position, Walmart James, challenged Musi Maimani to an open debate on the 4th of May. Meetings between the Angolan government and a delegation from the Western Cape, including Premier Helen Ziller, are expected to bolster growing links to the local oil and gas sector. A delegation from the Western Cape has left for Angola, one of the continent's major oil producers this morning, to strengthen trade and investment between the two regions. Several Cape-based companies provide services as well as specialized trainings to Angolan oil and gas companies. Malcolm Pufo, Ziller's spokesperson, says the provincial government has been driving expansion into Africa for the past few years in sectors such as tourism, oil and gas and agri-processing. We share a trade route with them in terms of the West, the, the, the West coastline and that uh, really makes it quite accessible but also we've realized that um, our oil and gas sector is increasing and is improving very well and, and they're predominantly an oil-driven economy so that can help in terms of how can we invest And finally, there have been clashes in Burundi between police and protesters in the capital, Bajumbura. The violence follows an announcement that President Pierre Nkurinziza has been selected to run for a third term in office. The demonstrators threw stones and burned tires. Burundi's president was nominated as the ruling party's candidate yesterday, prompting complaints from the opposition and drawing a sharp rebuke from the United States. For Good FM, I'm Sherlyn Barnes. Thanks.